You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Tech Fan Podcast number 126 with Tim Robertson looking at the Samsung Galaxy Ring. Ooh, check it out. And a cool Kodak scanner. Woohoo. Hey everyone, Tech Fan Podcast number 124. I'm Tim Robertson, and uh, sans David Cohen. That's right, David Cohen's not with me this week because I think he had to work, or he was traveling for work, something along those lines. But regardless of the reason, David is not here for this episode, and uh, I'm actually recording this, believe it or not, as I start, it is right now, it's Friday, the normal day. Um, but usually when David and I record, we start at 10 a.m. my time. It's 11.30 p.m. <laughs> so, yeah, like, what, 13 and a half hours after when I usually record the show? Um, uh, I'm not tired right now, so I figured the kids are asleep. Uh, believe it or not, my wife is actually grocery shopping right now. That's right, 11.30 at night, she took uh, Brittany with her. Brittany's 18, and they went grocery shopping. Why? I I don't know. The store is open. There's a couple. We It's like three different stores that she can go to, and they're all 24-hour stores. So, you know, no crowds, I guess. That would that would be the big thing. And she's a couponer. Do you know any anybody who's into couponing? My wife watched a show on, like, the Learning Channel or Discovery or something called Extreme Couponing or something similar and uh the whole point of the show is really they use coupons and they get a ton of stuff and they pay almost nothing now my wife doesn't pay almost nothing but she will save a good sometimes 40 50 60 bucks grocery shopping with her coupons and good for her right money's money and hey saving 50 bucks i'm happy with that except I don't like going shopping when she's using all the coupons because it takes, oh, four times longer to to shop with the coupons. And honestly, I, I would rather pay the extra 40 bucks and be home watching the game or something. But I, she enjoys it. I'm happy that she enjoys doing it. Who am I to say no? Um, so yeah, I support her in it, and she's shopping, grocery shopping at 11.30 at night. So it was kind of a good time for me to record this episode of Tech Fan. This is going to be kind of a fun episode, I hope, because I'm going to talk about something that I got yesterday. Um, Virgin Mobile, yes, the cell phone company, sent me a cell phone to try for a month to see how I like it and to talk about it and review it as part of tech fan. Now look, I've only had it for 24 hours, so I can't really do a full blown review of a cell phone after 24 hours. If anybody, if you ever see anybody reviewing it and they've only had it for that short a time, eh, I think that's a little disingenuous. You, it, 
you have to live with something for a little bit of time to really make up your mind about you know what it is how it is what's good about it what's bad about it that sort of thing so uh yeah i've got this it's a samsung galaxy ring that's the phone it's 150 or i'm sorry 180 dollars it's a virgin mobile and it works over the sprint network at least i think that's what it's running here let me see uh it doesn't say come on unlock there we go yeah it doesn't say what network it's on that's odd just notice that the toolbar at the top it's just so cluttered with all kinds of things it's it's really confusing uh it is running jelly bean so the one of the latest versions of uh, jelly bean so far i'm kind of happy with uh the performance of the software itself to a certain extent now as someone who works at an apple specialist owns mymac.com you would think well how are you going to review fairly an android device well yes i i do have an apple bias when it comes to my own purchasing and i work there professionally not at apple but you know what i mean I do try to put those things aside when I'm going to review a piece of tech. Because here's the thing, I want to like this stuff. I really do. I'm a gadget guy. I am a fan of technology. That's why I named this show Tech Fan. And uh, I, I wanted to be wowed. I wanted to to have the dilemma of, I'm not going to get rid of my iPhone, but maybe I should pick up an Android device as well. Even if I get one, an unlocked one, don't use the telephone aspects of it and just use it as a tablet if you will but just a small one because i'm so blown away by it well it hasn't happened with this android device unfortunately um hear the sound yeah it, it makes us boop, boop. you know here's the thing after using the iphone as long as i have the sounds this make this makes you know the little boops and beeps and bops and when you click something um i don't know if you can hear that real well i guess you could turn that off but yeah so yeah i had to activate the phone and to do so um it's all software based and again this is a temp phone uh, i'm not gonna own it um let me give you the the stats for this phone first it is a four inch screen it's got a five megapixel rear facing camera and a one mega 1.3 megapixel front facing camera so those two things kind of tell me it's kind of the equivalent of a iphone 4 maybe 4s uh it does have a 1.4 gigahertz processor and it is running Android 4.1.2 Jellybean. That's the software. This is what I posted. I'm and I'm going to uh, let me see here. Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to actually read you what I posted 22 hours ago. It says so around uh, 9:30 ish Thursday on Facebook. Now remember, this arrived in the mail. Uh, I didn't, you know, open it up or do anything with it immediately. So it was about this time, 22 hours ago or so, that I opened the package 
and thought, okay, I'm going to, at the very least, activate it because the information I got from um, Virgin Mobile was that I, it has to be activated. So great. And it's just basically follow the on-screen instructions. Now, now coming from an iOS device, i.e. iPhone, knowing how easy it is to activate an iPhone, especially if I've been a previous iPhone owner, I've got an App Store account, how easy that process is. And it's 2013. I was expecting Android to, honestly, to be just as simple. So this is what I wrote yesterday on Facebook. Starting my review for the Galaxy Ring from Virgin Mobile and just starting it up takes forever. Holy cow. Then, as I'm trying to set up an account using my Facebook info, let me stop there for a second. It asked for my Facebook information as I'm setting up the phone. That was weird. But uh, anyways, back to what I wrote. Uh, using my Facebook info, different, uh, a different version experience software starts downloading as I am trying to set up the device. In other words, it completely takes over the screen. I'm in the middle of setting up my phone. I've already joined the Wi-Fi network. I've started to put in my Facebook credentials. And up right in front of the screen, I can't do anything. The Virgin Experience starts downloading as I'm trying to set up the device. So then, once that gets out of the way, pow, it restarts again. At that point, it was the fourth restart. Four. And it has, again, forgotten my Wi-Fi info and everything that I've already typed up to this point. In other words, first time I started up, joined the Wi-Fi network, put in my password. Oh, there's an update. Okay, fine. It updates itself. Restarts. Oh, welcome to your new phone. Uh, Okay, join my Wi-Fi network, sign in again with Facebook. Oh, there's an update. Boom. Forgets everything again. Reboot. Finally, I it looks like it's going to do it again. Oh, no. The Virgin Experience software. we got to install that now. There, there's no way to say, no, I don't want to install this. Get out of my way. Can't you see I'm doing something else right now? Nope. Mm-mm. Just just takes over the whole screen and starts downloading whatever the heck it wants to. I have no choice in the matter. Going back to what I wrote last night, holy crap. So finally got it all set up, except for some reason it cannot find my location via GPS. So I had to set that by hand. The screen feels like a very cheap plastic. Hear that? This, here's, here's the sound of tapping on an iPhone. Yeah, actually, it kind of sounds the same, doesn't it? And here's... <laughs> it sounds the same. Um, I don't know if this is glass, but the iPhone feels like glass it, because it is glass. The Samsung Galaxy Ring, it feels like plastic. It doesn't feel like glass. I, I'm not sure if it is. I guess I can read the specs, and I will as time goes on playing with it, but remember, this is 24 hours with this thing so far. It asked me for my Google account info. I figure, cool, entering that will save me time later, like for email. So up pops a dialog that says I have 16 unread email messages. I click the email icon. 
it's not set up. So how the hell does the phone know I have email if the email app is not set up? In other words, the phone says, oh, look, notification, you've got 16 unread Gmail messages. Okay, what would you do? Well, on the screen, on the front page, it says email. Well, okay, I click email. It said I have 16 unread messages. What happens when I click that? I have to set up my account. Well, what the hell was I setting up before then? And if I set that up and the phone knows I have 16 unread messages, why am I setting up my email again? Stupid. So far, not looking good. And before you start saying, dude, you own MyMac.com, you work for an Apple specialist, you're biased. Be aware that I am not. I always want to like new gadgets, new tech, and keep a very open mind on these things. Always. I go out of my way to leave any bias out. But this phone running Jelly Bean Android 4.1.2 is just sad. So far. I hope it blows my mind before I ship it back in August. I really do. So that's what I wrote. But it doesn't end there. A little bit time later, I write in the comments of the same post. So I click the Facebook icon on the desktop screen. What do you think that would do? I'm seriously, what, what do you think that would do? There's an, there's a, look, we, we, you have an iPhone, right? You see the icon that says Facebook? If you click Facebook, guess what that would do? Uh, hmm. I click a Facebook icon. Back to my, what I wrote. What do you think that would do? If you guess that that would launch the Play Store so I could download it, you would be right. I mean, why else did I already input my Facebook info during setup? Surely because the app is already installed, right? No. Facebook is so important on this phone, it is one of the very first things it asks you to sign into. So they put the Facebook app icon on the main screen, but the app is not even installed. So, <laughs> it says Facebook. It's it's an app icon. It's on the sc- main screen of the phone. Facebook. Click that. Oh, we're going to take you to the Google Play Store and you can download the Facebook app. So, at the very least, you would think, okay. So, you download the Android Facebook app. All set. The icon hasn't changed, but now if I click the icon guess what launches that's right the facebook app the way it should have been in the beginning and remember when i first started setting up this phone it asked for my facebook information username password what do you think happens when you launch the facebook app for the first time if you guessed well the phone obviously would be intelligent enough since it already asked you that for that information that you'd be all set well you'd be wrong Nope, got to sign into the Facebook app on a phone that I've already signed on to Facebook during setup. In fact, I'm getting notifications on the phone on Facebook status. But yet somehow, no, I got to sign into Facebook again. So then I get, I get this thing that pops up on the screen. And it shows me 
after I've launched the Facebook app, it says Samsung Galaxy, and then it shows my little picture. And it says, Samsung Galaxy would like to access your public profile, friend list, email addresses, custom friend lists, messages, news feeds, birthday, notes, status updates, event events, photos, videos, personal descriptions of your friends' birthdays, status updates, events. And then, of course, it scrolls down and it says either cancel or okay. Guess what I clicked? Yeah, cancel. Look, this is shockingly, shockingly bad. Is this really the experience that people using Android have? Are you serious? This is the way you sign into Facebook when you first start up this phone. You're just activating it for the first time. But that doesn't help with the app. It asks you for your Gmail account, your Google account. So you input that in, which is Gmail, right? And you click the icon for email. No, not set up. It's it's schizophrenic. Let's go back to the hardware for a second. Um, because honestly, I haven't played with the software that's on the phone. And I did download a few things. Uh, I did set up a Google Live account. Or Google Play Store account, I guess you should say. Um, but I haven't really... Oh, look, there's a Wikipedia app icon on my desktop. Let me click that. What launches? Oh, the Play Store. Yeah. So there's an icon on my desktop, and it's, you know, I don't even have it on here. That makes sense. Perfect. That's a good idea. Oh, look, there's one that says Wallpapers. Let me click Wallpapers. Uh, this this is probably an app already installed the phone with some preloaded, oh, no, it just launches Chrome. It's going to some website. VirginMobileBelieve.com slash Wallpapers. And uh, it's still loading. And it's still loading. And it looks like it crashed. Let me refresh it because it's, I don't know, it's not working right. Come on. And it's still loading. And it says, Wallpaper Swag Gallery. On a phone now? What do you mean, on a phone now? Yes, I'm on a phone now. I clicked an icon on the phone, which launched a website, and it's now asking me, are you on a phone now? Well, all you have to do is click and hold any of the graphics that you see here, and you can use it as a desktop wall. Uh, really? Really? There's also apps we love, and there's a whole bunch of apps there, but guess what? They're not actually apps. They're basically advertising. Yes, that's right. That's not an app on my desktop. That's an ad for an app. <sighs> I'm going to become a professional sire. <sighs> That's my sigh. Clunky uh, is my first impression of the OS. Not intuitive at all. Clunky. But I'm going to be fair and try not to be biased against Android. I'm going to play with it for about a month, and then I'm going to ship it back to Virgin Mobile. And, uh, you know, I'll give you updates on the software aspect of it. But let's talk about the hardware for a minute. In a word, cheap plastic. Very, 
very cheap plastic. That's what it feels like. The back of it actually comes off, and that's where the battery is. When the phone is shipped, the battery is not in the phone. You have to install the battery uh, by peeling the back of the phone off, installing the battery, pop the back of the phone back on, which is just cheap plastic, and you're good to go. Except, <laughs> the speaker on this thing is on the back of the phone. So if you're holding it and you just happen to be covering the speaker, yeah. But that's not the worst part. The wor it's What's it doing? Oh, it's checking for updates again. Yeah, goody. When you're playing music and you're not using headphones. Oh, and by the way, this doesn't come with headphones. Wait a minute, let me check the box. Any headphones in? No, no headphones. At least the iPhone comes with headphones. This doesn't come with anything. Other than a charger and a battery. Because this is a removable back cover. And because the battery is in there. And the speaker is actually inside the phone. But it has to come through these little slits on this removable back battery or back case it vibrates the case for all the sounds and if you're holding it you can feel the vibration in the case from the music that's playing from ringtones to music to videos to you name it one tiny little speaker that's if it wasn't hampered by the fact that, that that tiny little speaker is vibrating the whole back of the case, distorting the sound, actually does sound pretty good. And I know that because I took off the back of it and the sound was improved. Cheap. It feels like... It, you know what it feels like, honestly? It feels like one of those cheap flip phones that I had back in like 2002, 2003. That kind of cheapness. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is actually a really good phone. I just haven't spent enough time with it. I could be wrong. I've got yeah, basically four weeks to find out. Um, the phone number is in Kansas because I called a few people and they said, what are you doing in Kansas? And I said, I'm not in Kansas. That's just where this phone number that they gave me. Now, this is one of those phones that you buy at $179, a hundred seven was a hundred and hundred and eighty bucks. Let's see, uh yeah. $179.95. eBay's got them for $169.99. Uh let's see. Virgin Mobile Galaxy Ring. I'm going to their actual website. I'm gonna see what it says. Uh I'm sure there's different plans. And again, this is review, so you know. I don't know. Own your social circle with a Galaxy Ring. Share, post, tweet last night's pics with a 5 megapixel camera and HD video capture. And I'll test both of those, by the way. And when you want to skip the emoticons and LOLs, the 4-inch touchscreen and 1.3 MP front-facing camera makes it easy to chat face-to-face. -face. Um, how do you... Is Skype on here? Yeah, I don't know. 
Hmm. Anyways, let's see. Top features: 3G network, 1.4 gigahertz processor, 5 megapixel LED flash camera and camcorder, Google Maps with turn-by-turn GPS navigation. Uh, which, by the way, it uses data. It's not the maps aren't pre-installed, so if you're out of coverage area, eh, you better hope you're not lost. Virgin Mobile Feed, which is 24/7 streaming music, and all your cool, crazy cultural obsessions. Android 4.1 Jelly Bean, four-inch touchscreen display, swipe text input, which is kind of like writing in cursive. Kind of, you just leave your finger on the screen and kind of head towards the keyboard buttons. Doesn't work very good. I tried it. Um, hassle-free switching. So, okay, here's the plans. Uh, Beyond Talk, uh, $35 unlimited messaging and data. That's not bad. For 35 bucks, you get 300 minutes talk and unlimited messaging and data. All our plans are no contract. So this is, like I said earlier, this is a no contract phone. So 170 bucks uh, for 55 bucks, you get unlimited minutes, unlimited data, and unlimited messaging. Let's be honest, that's not bad. That's not bad at all because if you don't, if you're not using it, then just don't pay that plan. I mean, you're done. Um, yeah, because they're all, there's no contract. So you can start and stop your plans anytime you want. Uh, the one I would, well, 45 bucks, you get 1200 minutes and then unlimited data and messaging. I'd spend another 10 bucks and get unlimited everything. So the plan itself actually is not too bad. I, I kind of like those plans to be honest. Uh, hassle free switching, keep your phone number, no contract, free shipping, 30 day guarantee, free activation, Lost phone replacement. Ooh, that's pretty good. How it works, buy the phone you want. Once your phone arrives, activate it online. Activate it online and pick up or and pick a no contract plan. If your phone is lost, stolen, damaged, we'll replace it. So that's insurance though, that costs extra. Wi-Fi, Bluetooth 4.0. How much memory is in this? expandable memory up to 64 gigs so i don't know what it comes with though battery eight hours standby seven hours uh weight 3.4 ounces so yeah so anyways that is uh my not so flattering first day with the samsung galaxy ring was I fair and unbiased? I don't know. That's for you to decide. In my heart, I feel like I'm trying to be unbiased. I'm trying to say, yes, I prefer an iPhone. That's what I've been using for a long time. Yes, I do work for an Apple specialist. Yes, I own MyMac.com. Um, but with all that being said, and putting all that on the table, and look, Virgin Mobile, when they offer me to, to review this, they, they know who I am. Um... But they were confident in the product. They figured, he's probably going to like this. Why else would they send it to me? And uh, so far, not so much. And again, I'll be honest with you. I want to like this. I want to have that dilemma of, you know, I, I need to get one of these. 
And so far, no. Uh, I actually did stop at Best Buy. Uh, I bought my son a, a Lego game for the PS Vita. What what is this game, anyways? Since I'm talking about us, might as well. It is Chima Lavel's Journey. Uh, Lego. I have no idea what the heck that is, but it's a Lego game. He knows what these lion Lego things are, and I'm sure he'll love it. Uh, but while I was there. Uh, my 18-year-old, Brittany, who's, like I said earlier, with Julie right now shopping, we actually went to, because I, I wasn't sure how much this phone cost, because she wanted to know. She played with it from when we left the house and got to Best Buy, so 15 minutes she played with it. And uh, <laughs> I said, so I didn't say anything to her in the whole drive as she's playing with it. I didn't want to influence anything. I said, so what did you think? When we get to Best Buy, and she went, Eh, I don't know. It feels cheap. It feels like it's it. The, her words. This is how she said it. You know those phones when you're in the store that you kind of look at, but they're not real phones. It's got like a sticker of what the screen would really look like, but when you pick it up, you could tell there's nothing in it. I said, yeah. She goes, well, I could tell there's something in it, but it still feels like a fake phone. It doesn't feel like a real phone. So, eh, I don't know if that's really a winning endorsement or on her part. I would say mm, no. Uh, but we went over to the cell phone area in at Best Buy, and wow, that thing's expanded. Not the store, this is the selection of phones, and they literally have at least the one that we went to. Every U.S. carrier is representative, is represented, and they have all the phones. It was it was kind of impressive to be honest. And I saw this was uh, look if 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 this would have been like forty nine ninety five or even ninety nine ninety five, I'd have been like, well, it's not too bad. 180 uh 179.99 mm, i don't know i asked a guy hey, selling well and he says uh we've had it about a month i think i personally sold one went, oh okay is that good and he went mm. samsung galaxy 3 is outselling it still and and that's a that's not a new phone hmm. now you want to if you're an android you want a nice android phone htc one that's an awesome phone. That's I wish that was an iPhone. I really do. It's it's a beautiful piece of hardware. Can't comment on the software. Haven't used it in in any kind of extensive trials like I'm going to be playing with this uh, Samsung Galaxy Ring. But just from a pure aesthetic and holding it and looking at it, that's a beautiful phone. The HTC One. But they're going to have to do a whole lot better than I've seen so far to wean me off of an iPhone anytime soon. So let me take a quick break, uh, come back, and wrap up the show. I'll be right back. Hello, Mark. How are you today? I am doing well. Everyone listen to Not Another Mac Podcast because it is fun. Ha-ha. Soft kitty, warm kitty, little ball of fur. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up what, here, Mark. What, what's going on, Kevin? You're singing the song Soft Kitty. That That's only for when somebody's sick and not feeling well. Oh, but I thought it'd be a great intro into the show. I mean, after all, people listening to us, they've got to be a little bit sick, don't they? That's true. We can't deny that. Especially if they want to hug a geek every week. I know. A little bit confusing. A little bit painful. I feel sorry for them. <laughs> but you know what? 
If you haven't listened to Geekiest Show Ever, simply go across to iTunes and type in Geekiest Show Ever and you can listen to Kevin and me every single week. We're sick, we're twisted, but we have fun doing it. Back on Tech Fan, I'm Tim Robertson. This is episode number 126. Have you listened to some of the other shows in the Stoplight Network? Really good stuff out there. I encourage you to go do so. Um, as I'm recording this, episode number 11 of the all-new, brand-new, relaunched App Minute. That's the podcast that you can get. You can listen to an entire week's worth in about 15 minutes. No episode so far has been more than three and a half minutes long. Uh, John Nemirovsky has reviewed the Gmail app for the iPhone. And before that, scrolling down, he reviewed the... Personally, one of my favorite apps right now on the iPad... HBO Go. Oh, isn't that just a great... I love HBO Go. I, I really wish they would go a la carte so I didn't have to have a subscription through my cable provider to get HBO. I, well, the kids really like some of the things on cable. But for those cord cutters out there, that's like still the, the last thing. Um, same thing with, say, Cinemax. Or Stars Or... Just let me pay for this app and with a like a a Netflix type of subscription. Oh, it would be awesome, wouldn't it? Mm. The Nintendo Club podcast uh, level six. So episode six went live today as I'm recording this. Well, technically yesterday now because it's after midnight. So yesterday, uh, I believe this might be Mark Greentree's last episode. Uh, Mark Greentree, of course, does uh, the Nintendo Club podcast, International Film Club podcast. Uh, not another Mac podcast, um, track, track talk, and uh, <clears throat> he's going to be pulling back from a few shows, but it looks like those shows are going to be continuing with hosts. So uh, check them out. You know, Club Nintendo podcast, Nintendo Club podcast, uh, really good international film podcast. If you like movies, that's the show for you. Um, don't forget about the Mac Just podcast and. You know, I, I when I started in podcasting, it was I started the MyMac podcast, and uh, you know, part of me feels like uh, it's it's hard sometimes to see it still going, and I'm not there. But I'm so proud of of that show. Uh, Guy and Gaz do such a fantastic job. It really is their show. I love it. It's all the way up to episode 465. Now, yes, you're going to find podcasts with a higher number than that. But this is a weekly show. Started in 2004, the dawn of podcasting. Still going strong, better than ever. And, uh, yeah, check it out. Love it. If you guys send feedback, go to techfanpodcast.com. When you're there, you can find uh, all of our past episodes. uh, All 126 of them, including this one. You'll find links to the Stoplight Network and some of the other shows in the network as well. And uh, for us, we'd love it if you click the Contact Us button and send us feedback. Even better than that, on every listing for the show, there's a link that says Subscribe in iTunes. Now, even if you're already subscribed in iTunes, click that link, go to iTunes, and leave feedback for us and a rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. It helps get the show a little bit more popular in iTunes, and the more popular it gets, the more people find it, the more listeners we get. And uh, 
that's a cool thing. So if you could do that, if you're listening to this, the next time you're in front of your computer, go to techfanpodcast.com. Go to any of the show notes. It doesn't matter which one. You're going to find a link that's subscribe in iTunes. Click it. That will take you to the show's listing in iTunes. And just give us a rate, uh, you know, rate the show and just write a little review. You don't have to make it really long or anything. Just, you know, I listen to Tim and David on the Tech Fan Podcast when I'm driving to work. Something real simple. That's whatever you feel is appropriate. I would appreciate it. Um, and, but help us out. We want to get the show more popular. Something new on the site, and it's been there for a couple weeks, but I haven't drawn any attention to it. If you go to techfanpodcast.com, on the right-hand side of the screen, even if you scroll down, there's this thing that says send voicemail. Um, I haven't tested this yet, other than, you know, setting it myself. Um, and it seems to work. It's a, it's not even version 1.1, yet, I believe. But it's kind of a cool thing. You can, uh, I'm clicking it right here. And it says, send a voice message to Tech Fan Podcast. We would love to hear from you. Please record your message. Is your microphone ready? And there's a big button that says start recording. You click the start recording app and uh, you can record a message. And I get a notification. Then I could pull down your message as an MP3 and I could put it right here in the show. So if somebody out there would please go to techfanpodcast.com and test that for me, I'd appreciate it. And, uh, if you keep a clean up plate here on the show next week when David's back for episode 127, right? Yes. 127. Really bad about, you know, remembering what the heck number I'm recording now. So that's all I got for this week. Um, you know, I've got some new products in that I'm going to be doing reviews on in the next few weeks. Um, I know there's a whole bunch of stuff coming from uh, Sennhauser, I believe, and uh, I'm sure that's all going to be audio related. I'm kind of an audiophile, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, like I said, the Samsung Galaxy Ring arrived yesterday, and I'm going to be updating you guys on my thoughts and opinions on that for the next month, so for the next three episodes. And something arrived today that, uh, hmm... I'm actually really looking forward to playing with this. It's the Kodak ScanMate i94M scanner for Macintosh computers. By the way, they're not called Macintosh computers anymore. Did you know that? They're not. It, look on your look in front of you if you're if you're in front of your Mac right now. Look on your Mac. Do you see it say Macintosh anywhere? Nope. It's just Mac. Power Mac, Mac Mini, MacBook Pro, MacBook Air, iMac. Mac. But, you know, I still call it Macintosh myself, but even on Apple's website, they do not refer to it as a Macintosh. But this is a, it's a document scanner. You know, so let's say you're a small office, you need to scan in uh, invoices, stuff like that. That's what this thing does. With, uh, let's see, the box says, with new soft Presto page manager to help manage documents, business contacts, and more. Haven't even opened it yet. Um, I'm kind of curious about it. I'm hoping that the OCR works well in it. 
it would be really nice to be able to start scanning in documents and being able to search for those documents. A lot of scanners, like a flatbed scanner, you scan in a document, it's just a picture. You can save it out as a PDF or whatever, but it's still a picture. All the text, it's a picture. It's not actual text because you scanned it as a picture. Uh, the way to get that text to be readable as actual text is to go through OCR software. And uh, I believe that this Kodak ScanMate has that. So I've got this for a month to review as well. So hopefully that the audio gear doesn't show up too soon because I've got two things here I've got to review. Um, I'm really, this, this is intriguing. It's a very small box. It really is. You know what? As I'm looking at the box, why don't I just open it right here on the show, right? So it, it's got a little heft to it. The box is uh, knocking other stuff down. That was, uh, that was the box for the uh, Samsung Galaxy Ring. <laughs> there wasn't a phone in it. I promise. Uh, looks like a pretty easy box to open. Let me open this up. And uh, yeah, cables, power cables. Uh, what is that thing? Oh, that's part of the power brick. It gives you, um, let's see here. Oh, hey, power cable and USB. See, a lot of printers nowadays, when you buy them, they don't come with the USB cable. Oh, that's so irritating. This, I can happily say, USB cable. This is uh, the UPS ground return shipment to Eastman Kodak. But, uh, I have to keep all this stuff. Got to keep the box intact. Wow, this is... It's really... Okay, uh, it's about the length of my forearm. Um, and a little bit wider than my forearm. It's basically a rectangle. It's really, really small. And it, it's got some heft to it, though, so it, it doesn't feel cheap. Opening it up now. Uh, matte black and shiny black. On the back of it is just where you plug in USB and power. Um, it's taped shut. You know, it's got the tape so it doesn't fly open or anything. So I'm not going to open that part yet. And it says four Macintosh computers right on the front, right on the tag. Um, unfortunately, that tag is crooked. Huh. Imagine that. <laughs> it's crooked. Hmm. Someone was having a bad day at the factory. Really cool. I'm looking forward to uh, playing with this and giving you guys a report probably on the next episode. Uh, you know, when it comes to new gadgets like this, I can't just let them sit in the box for very long. I, I've got to, I got to unbox it. I've got to touch it. I've got to feel it. I've got to play with it. I've got to test it. I want to know how it works. And I want to like it. You know, that's the important thing. People say, well, when I'm doing a review, I'm dispassionate. And no, I want, a, I want a reviewer who, when they first opened it, they wanted to like it. Don't you? I, I, I want to like this. Don't make me not like your product. I'm looking at you, Samsung, right now. Kodak, I don't. I have no opinion of this as far as functionality. Haven't used it, but it looks nice. It's a, a slick-looking little document scanner. And uh, if I like it a lot, I will uh, maybe pick one up. Let me see how much this costs, because I have no idea. So let's see. Kodak. I gotta get the model number. 
So it's a codex, scan, mate, I. I'm waiting for Google to catch up. I940M. And, of course, the first page is not showing me pricing. So, graphics, demo. Someone did a demo of this on... I don't know if it's the one for the Mac, though. But they did a... I see a, a video demo of July 31st, 2012. So, this looks like it's been out for a little while. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing how much it costs. Let's click shopping. And does not have any matches. That's not right. Why isn't it showing me any... Yeah, okay. I'm just going to copy the name. Go to Amazon. And come on, Google. And it caught... Woo! Wow. Is that right? How much this thing cost? Let me make sure I got the right one here. Uh, Kodak Scanmate i940M Scanner for Mac by Kodak. List price, $425. Uh, I'm a Prime member. I'm already signed into Amazon, so it's giving me the price of $350.85. Um, hmm. Wonder what the okay. There's one that's not okay. The one that has M at the end means it's for Mac. The one that doesn't have M <laughs> list price is three ninety five with a three hundred three price tag. So I guess if I was a PC user, I could save fifty bucks. But I'm a Mac user, so for whatever reason, it costs an extra fifty bucks. That's man. That's still pretty, pretty expensive, man. Fifty three hundred fifty bucks. Or list four twenty five. Oh, that's kind of a turnoff, isn't it? Are you, it's it's obviously for small business. It's not really for home use unless you've got a lot of documents you're looking to scan. But man, this thing better blow my socks off at three hundred fifty bucks. Look, should price play any part in a product review? Well, hell yeah, of course it should. I mean. For 350 bucks, I expect this thing to really rock. Uh, what was the uh, scan snap? See, I've got a document scanner already. Uh, go back to Amazon, open up a new tab, scan snap. Uh, the one I've got is pretty old, though. Oh, these are pretty expensive still, too. Okay, I take it back. I was thinking it was going to be a lot cheaper, but the one that looks like my scan... Well, that's a PDF one. No, I guess that's yeah, around three hundred to four hundred dollars. Why the heck are these so expensive? I didn't. I had no idea. That's pretty pricey. But still, in all, um, I'm looking forward to playing with this. I'm going to scan a whole bunch of old checks. I'm going to scan some old uh, bills, some invoices. Um, see how it does. So look for an update on a $350, or I guess you could say $425, uh, Kodak scanner in the very, very, very near future. I'm kind of shocked at that price. Maybe I'm just a cheapskate at heart. <laughs> I don't know. That's just, I don't know. That seems really, does that seem expensive to you? $350 for a document scanner? I've got, um, and I talked about this a couple weeks ago, uh, my scanner printer died, so I bought a new one, and I got an Epson 
XP600. Now that's a scanner. It's a card reader. Uh, it's wireless. And uh, it's pretty awesome. I actually really like this printer so far, the scanner. Now, of course, there's no OCR, so anything I scan in any documents, I can save it as a PDF, but the, the text still isn't searchable. Um, but it was less than 100 bucks. This thing better really knock my socks off here. Better really, really work. And uh, I it, look, it's not just the the physical hardware itself. It's the software that runs it. I assume that's where some of the what the heck is this? There's like oh, you know what this is. So Kodak's pretty smart here. The power brick itself doesn't have the electrical, you know, prongs. There's a separate bag with um, the electrical prongs from pretty much worldwide. I see the the U.S. one. Uh, I see the one from the U Europe, basically. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. So you just snap on the prongs that you need onto the actual power pack, and you're you're good to go. That's good for them. That's really smart because that way they don't have to have different packaging for different regions. It's just, boom, that's the same thing. It's just snap on uh, the one you need. Pretty cool. So, so far, impressed uh, with the physical object, but, you know, that's, when it comes to a scanner, that's like, what, 10% of the review, how it looks and how it feels. The rest is functionality. Whereas a phone, I, I think the look and feel is more than five to ten percent don't you i think for for uh, the samsung here that i'm holding again is it half of it is that is it 50 percent of the review how it because it feels cheap because the sound vibrates is that half the i think it is you know with phones i expect more from a phone i expect it to have sophistication that it feels like a nice device look Look, with the phone, I'm carrying it with me all throughout the day. I'm touching this thing and, and using it all day long. And if it feels cheap, I'm using a cheap phone all day long. Anyways, love it if you guys can send feedback. Uh, techfanpodcast.com. You can send it there. You can also send me email, tim at techfanpodcast.com. David will be back. You could send him email as well, david at techfanpodcast.com uh, make sure again go up to iTunes write a review um, click the star thing one through five I hope it's you know, on the higher side And uh, but the important thing is to write something leave us feedback on iTunes we'd really appreciate it and I'll see you in one week